Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, April 8th, 2021, and this is day 1136 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your joy and your strength. And thank you for the Holy Spirit who you've given us to lead us and guide us in all truth and to give us the power uh, to overcome the enemy and to fulfill the purpose that you've given us. Thank you for your precious son, Jesus Christ, who through his blood, from him dying on that cross and rising up victorious over death, hell, and the grave, we now have citizenship in heaven with you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is, don't forget your joy. You know, we can get so bogged down with everything that we can be suppressed and oppressed and feel defeated. But oh my goodness, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Let's not leave home without it. I'm going to be coming out of Luke chapter 10, verse 17 through 24. Luke chapter 10, verse 17 through 24. And it says, The 72, which are the 72 disciples, okay, returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. He replied, and this is Jesus speaking. He says, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. At that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and no one knows who the Father is except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it. And to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Quite a beautiful, a powerful statement Jesus makes here. And we need to grab hold of it and embrace it and and nurture it and not forget that this is what we're here for. And, and let's dive into it and, and, and learn a little bit more. Point number one. It's so exciting to be using our God-given gifts to fulfill the wonderful purpose the Lord has given us. But Jesus does not want us to lose sight of the most important thing, that our names are written 
in heaven, written in the Lamb's book of life. The greatest wonder of all, our heavenly citizenship through salvation. That's what Jesus reminds the 72 disciples of. As we celebrate our victories and defeat over our enemy Satan, Jesus also reminds us not to lose sight of remaining humble, not to allow pride to set in and make us lose our heavenly citizenship as it did for Satan and a third of the angels that followed him. That's why he mentioned he saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Point number two, now we should rejoice as Jesus did because access to our heavenly home is not based on great intelligence, good looks, great strength, wealth, or social economic status, but because the kingdom of God is equally available to all, regardless of position or abilities. We come to Jesus just as we are, not through strength or brains, but through childlike trust. So let's be careful to not take for granted this great joyous privilege to know Jesus as Savior and Lord. We need to stay committed to the assignment God has blessed us to do through the power of the Holy Spirit, building the kingdom of God by sharing the love of Jesus with the world. And when I say the world, those are the ones who don't know the Lord. They're lost. That's what the world says. That's what Jesus says. I mean, that is our assignment. So let's not get caught up, you know, in what we were able to do through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, it is exciting to see that. But don't let it get to our heads to the point of where we become prideful. That's what Jesus is telling us. And and then when he took them to the side and told them this last <laughs> this last part uh, that is so powerful. He says, then he turned to his disciples and said privately, blessed are the eyes that see what I see. Oh, glory to God. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it. And to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. And the only way we see it and hear it is to be like childlike. And childlike means doesn't mean that we're immature and, and doing uh, childish things. It means that we're humble and we're pure. We see things purely through the eyes of Jesus. We don't see things with judgment. <laughs> we do this activity during our trainings uh, with the different schools. And um, yesterday during our training, uh, we had the great privilege of working with uh, a school in Grandview. And we always do this activity about judgments or observations. And even the smartest of the doctorate degrees and the, you know, all these uh, different uh, well-learned people and, you know, they're humble, loving our children, of course, and teaching them. But one of the things that we notice is that it's so easy for us to judge. We have them do an activity of writing a judgmental headline and an observation headline. 
and how easy it is to do a judgment headline. You know, um, you know, making a statement about a picture that we may show, but do it in a judgmental way. And then we say, take that same picture and write an observation statement. And it is so complicated. Some the ones that that are teaching even our students how to, to not be judgmental, but yet the majority could not write an observation statement. It still had residue of judgment. And and that's not just them, that's all of us. I'm just as guilty. It is until I came to know Jesus and truly saw things through his eyes and to hear things through his ears, to understand how to see people as they are and count it all joy to know that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. That is the key. I think about all the great things the Lord has done for me and through me and through the power of the Holy Spirit, I've seen my husband raised from the dead two times at least <laughs> through laying of hands on him and praying for him and, and the Lord doing the great work and seeing my granddaughter uh, being raised from the dead after being her heart stopping and, and laid out on the floor because her pacemaker stopped working for no one knows how long she had laid out and, and the doctor is concerned about her not being able to function anymore because the blood has stopped going and oxygen to the brain and how God healed her and brought her back within a month, 100%. I've seen many souls get saved and delivered from demons and literally uh, demons coming out of them and puking up and, you know, rolling on the floor and all the things the enemy was trying to keep them trapped and seeing all these things and so joyful because of it. But the greatest of all to bring joy is to know that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'll never forget one year I'd been going to my hairstylist several years ago. For many years I'd been going to the same person and I loved her and she loved me. She was really the sweetest person you could ever meet. But but she had great beauty, great friends, traveled all the time and had money, had fame, had, you know, any man that she wanted. Um, she was always looking for the right person to marry. And she used to be a model. And I mean, she had everything going on based upon the world's standards. And then one day she got the diagnosis of brain cancer. She never smoked a day in her life, actually lung cancer. She had never smoked. Um, she did not truly know Jesus yet. Yet, I say, <laughs> oh, glory to God. And then she had so many great friends. She did so many different, went to parties and did all kind of fun stuff, you know, that we do when we're in the world and hung out with people and did all the things that you do. And I remember her friends who loved her so much, so many of them even cut their own hair to be in alignment with her as she had to shave all the hair off her head to get her chemo treatment and radiation 
and she was doing okay and then they saw something and the cancer had spread to her brain and she knew she didn't have much time and I'll always remember her coming to our church on a Wednesday night while I was teaching and this was the first time she'd ever come and she sat on that front pew along with all the other beautiful people, some with alcohol addictions, drug addictions, some in prostitution, some who were sex abusers, some just everyday people, right? Like each and every one of us. And she sat on that front row and cried and totally submitted and yielded her life to Christ and she rejoiced because her name was written in the Lamb's book of life. I rejoiced to see that change and not only her but all the people that were in that room that day. She was so full of joy she said and she was always a giver. She would give I've got many things here at my house right now that she's given me. She's gone on to be with the Lord now, but I keep those things in remembrance and use them. And she said, Jackie, she had just met a man that she knew was to be her husband. And he wasn't like someone great and famous based upon what she typically looked for, but he was a regular everyday person who was a mail delivery person or UPS driver, I can't remember, but who loved her dearly and wanted the same thing she wanted. And she said, I've got so many things I want to give Jackie to you to give to the people. And she brought us or sent over beautiful bedspreads and blankets and sheets and small household goods and because she was moving. And I'll always remember the day when she sat on that front row and her life forever changed and she is now with the Lord. What about you? This is the great joy that God has given us to know Jesus as our Savior and Lord so that we can gain new citizenship. This earth here is temporary and we're going to come down. Uh, there will be a new Jerusalem coming down from heaven and we'll be with the Lord and a new earth and a new heaven. And it will be joy always. It will be sunshine always. There will never be darkness again, literally. And we will be with the Lord. That's why his light will light up the world, his presence. <laughs> Glory to God. There'll be no more sickness or tears. But this is what he offers you his salvation. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the key. Oh, glory to God. The angels are rejoicing because of you right now. Oh, I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you may be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. 
And please check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn all about God's unconditional love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.